Welcome to Between Data and Risk podcast. Today we decided to discuss agile methodologies and ask ourselves if they are universally applicable and what are the limitations, if any. To do this, we'll be going through the Agile Manifesto and questioning whether the principles are adaptable to business processes outside the domain of software development. Stay tuned. If you're a business owner or senior manager, you probably had more than enough about all the wonderful opportunities awaiting you in the era of digitalization. Whether it is big data, cloud, data science, or whatever buzzword is currently trendy. If you would like to hear someone dissecting these claims and showing you what it actually takes to improve business processes, you're in the right place. This is Between Data and Risk, where we discuss real life examples of what works and what doesn't in the world of business operations. Hello, I'm Artur Guya, Cognition Shared Solutions Chief Risk and Strategy Officer. And with me is my co-host, your friendly neighborhood data guy, Dr. Marian Siwiak. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 12th episode of Between Data and Risk. Today, uh, we want to talk about the universality and limitations of agile, uh, agile methodologies, agile mindset, um, and you know all the kind of uh, everything that's been attached to it over the years. There's been uh, plenty written and uh, you know more than enough said about it. But I think it would be worth uh, just putting this, uh, putting a lens on it of business operations and how you know how it can be used because you know it started in software development. I know that you've used this uh, before, Marian. So why don't you? kind of give us a whistle whistle stop tour of what agile actually is well i can only say how i understand agile uh, i don't have any formal education our read, uh, listeners uh, audience may not know arthur is a certified scrum master scrum is one of the castes or 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 cults of agile uh, i Liked the mindset. It's a formal I... methodology implementing uh, some of the well, implementing the agile uh, met- kind of framework in a specific way. I'm not going to and... kind of defend it much, but just to be you know precise. Constructive. Yes, thank you. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, the, the, the 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 agile is a. Uh, it's an idea which focuses on 12 principles. Um, and I based my approach to implementing Agile for analytics in uh, back when I was working in uh, Sony Mobile. And we've been searching for a good way to increase the efficiency of data science and analytics that we strategic analytics that we were performing. And uh, yeah, there are elements which I, I, I really, really liked. And uh, these principles, which I believe were universal enough to, to be applied in uh, different than software development environments. And uh, yeah, let's, mm, let's maybe walk through some of them. And uh, I will try to, to say how I translate them. Uh, maybe it will be of, of use. The first principle, and I really like it, and we had a discussion about this topic not long ago, is our highest priority is to satisfy the customer. 
Then there is through early and continuous delivery of valuable software. Uh, if you replace software with uh, analytics, with actually any business function. Anything you need to of, deliver, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it still stands. It's, it, it's a basic of, of design thinking, which, uh, again, as an idea, I, I, I really like, I, even if we disagreed on some verbiage used around. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good thing to, to think about the customer and his satisfaction. To me, it uh, really matters when, when I do something that, that our um, clients, customers, uh, have their needs um, understood and met. Uh, again, there is a probably a completely different episode that we could uh, spend discussing how to differentiate between what customer needs and what customer thinks that he needs. Um, but that's uh, a separate topic. Uh, the other principle is uh, welcome changing requirements, even late in development. Uh, agile processes uh, harness change for the customer's competitive advantage. It's in, in analytics, it's a spot on. Like you are running analytics on, I don't know, sales prediction or whatever, like demand prediction, and the situation changes. I don't know, there is some turbulence on the market, the, the paradigm shifted. And you cannot say, no, sorry, this is analytics that we planned over the last three years. I'm using the data, historical data, and I will deliver you my results because you know, that's what we planned and that's what I'm actually delivering now. No, the business has a need of the rapid uh, analysis, change of the, the environment changed and the analytics must follow. So this is, this is spot on. Uh, we are so living. We, this I, reminds me of the phrase that we discussed a couple uh, episodes ago. Uh, doesn't matter whether you're wrong or right, or right as, as long as you're consistent. Obviously, I'm you know <laughs> I'm parodying it. I, I I I love this phrase because it's so kind of so devious. common. So uh, yet you know yet it's it's clearly. Uh, clearly goes against uh, any any agile uh, kind of mindset. Absol absolutely, you need but... to you need to adapt. Uh, okay, let's uh, before before uh, before we kind of go deep into trying to agree or disagree. Let's let's just go through the through all the uh, all the principles. Okay, uh, so the third one is uh, deliver working software frequently from a couple of weeks to a couple of months with a preference to the shorter time scale, uh, which again uh, is pretty important and in my mind very much connected to the first principle. Uh, you want to deliver prototypes, uh, I don't know, POCs, something that works, can be used in the meantime. I read a fantastic book called uh, Repeatability. Um, one of the issues which was like suggestions there it was like sell your byproducts don't focus only on your it was for 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 small businesses uh don't only focus on on your end goal uh because you may run out of time and money uh think of what mm -hmm. what byproducts you can also utilize for for good of your customers and to me it's a very similar attitude uh it's like another another kind of take on this on on this principle could be uh that the, the mindset that's that's making kind of its rounds uh, around the, the business well you know fail fast and fail often don't don't kind of 
stick to a, 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 a losing idea, but just let it fail, move on, explore, uh, you know, explore the probability space. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, like, you know, what to do when you realize that your horse is dead, all right? It's like calling the committee to discuss the properties of the dead horse is maybe not the best, the best idea or <laughs> trying to, you know, when, uh, use yeah. the strong, stronger whip. Uh, so, yeah, an idea of, of regular or, or, or short-term goals which can help you collect feedback on whatever you're doing is is pretty pretty important uh, encapsulated in the in the concept of mvp minimum viable product in in kind of common uh, practice of agile or or when would i think we should talk when we'll be talking about uh, data mesh and and productization of uh, of data products but productization of of any deliverables that you might have it should be pretty useful uh, the one that I love, and again, you can you can replace the IT uh, lingo with something else. Business people and developers must work together daily throughout the project. Business people and developers. So uh, I would say if you have a project which encompasses, I don't know, data people, developers, uh, I don't know, coaches, HR, or whatever, if they have a common project, uh, it's important that they communicate. It's not just dropping down requirements on a sheet of paper and then hoping the things will go smooth from there. Uh, the communication is is the key. And, and, and I strongly believe that uh, as much as I love to lock myself uh, up with my computer and just you know stare on data for days, uh, it's important to talk to people. And we discussed it numerous times. Uh, what does it really mean? What is it that you see? You know, you you do some work on a project on some topic, and uh, asking the people who are closer to the topic, like what could that mean? What is the meaning of the data that I'm using? What is the meaning of uh, what are the requirements of the software? Is it what I you know what we have uh, sufficient, insufficient, couldn't be improved? It's uh, it's a daily work. Um, so again, it's it, it it kind of links to previous principles because you cannot deliver often if you don't have that that communication, uh, and so it's almost kind of enforced by the the, the mindset of delivering uh, prototypes, delivering mockups, delivering minimum viable products, uh, getting that feedback frequently, then uh, exploring something else, and uh, you know getting uh, you know getting customer satisfaction through that that frequent delivery and through that understanding. Uh, but it also, it's it's not just a, a requirement. I think we should be clear on this. It's not just a requirement on the team that works on the, on the execution of the idea. It's also a big requirement on the uh, people who will be using it or, or um, who, who are requesting it, ordering it, because they cannot expect to deliver a set of requirements, go away and expect the thing to happen, as you said, they have to be prepared to put in the time, the effort for the continuous communication, continuous improvement of the of the end result. Absolutely, I I couldn't agree more. It's uh, it's a bilateral communication. Yeah. Uh, let's get to another part. Uh, build projects around motivated individuals, give them the environment and support they need, and trust them to get the job done. It links beautifully to our to our mm, podcast on ego. 
uh, find some people who want, who have this internal desire to accomplish things and, and help them. Uh, building teams uh, around people who are, let's say, mm, positioned highest in the company and, and giving them all the power, even though they might be uh, looking to, to increase their glory through political means. Sorry, that's a, that's a brutal reality. We, we can, you know, uh, uh, we can pretend uh, it's uh, it's not, but that's how, how how many people operate. And even if they pretend to be really interested in the in the product, all they are interested in is is advancing their career. As long as it's aligned with developing great products and they 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 uh, provide great quality, that's okay. They have their ego, they have their goals. Everybody's uh, advancing, but that's not always the case. So. Okay, even if they are motivated uh, to, to, to advance their career, it's, it's okay. But uh, I think it's uh, important that you realize what topic uh, is really of interest uh, to someone and help him get it done. The art of motivation, but I think, that's again separate separate topic. Okay, let's, let's go to the next one. Uh, the most efficient and effective method of conveying information to or within the development team is face-to-face -face conversation. Uh, I think this is very, very important because uh, it it allows for almost for that continuous com communication to happen and for almost instant feedback to be given and received. Uh, the number of times I've uh, I I've spoken to people and they said, "Okay, I'll think about it and reply to you in an email." Is is you know it gives psychological kind of safety to people that they can they can uh, think about it and write it down and then also in business environment having something written is very important because you know a verbal contract is not worth the paper it's written on so uh, it's uh, unless you have something written it's you you can't show it to management you can't show it to audit you can't protect yourself in case something goes wrong but okay so let's you know let's talk about this and then write down the conclusion not have a discussion via email right i think that's uh that's the gist of it also in in in, in today's I think, reality i think i think, I think the, the the face to face you know it is the most effective is face to face conversation so it's more about efficiency of communication if i will uh, ask you to by email to explain something to me you will understand it somehow and one day you will answer me and i will realize that's not exactly the answer to my question it yeah could that's be, that's exactly what i said you know uh, it is you, the, you the, said the it's great effective. The, the the great thing is somebody says okay i will write you an email later no it's and i i that's, that's oh, how you I completely it. misunderstood me no no i said i said it's the number of times i i heard it is is you know it, it's it's probably more more than enough for a lifetime, but I do agree that this is that, that this is a great idea face to face communication. And here we had an example. I misunderstood what you said, and you were able. And to we immediately me. corrected it. And yeah. I stand Instead corrected. of having an. Uh, but uh, I just want to put a, a, a slightly modern spin on it. Face to face conversation, obviously, what we're having now, even though you're in Slovenia, I'm in UK. 
we are having a face-to-face conversation. Yes, right? yes, absolutely. It's not about uh, that it would be more efficient if I would get into the plane, fly there. And uh, However, I've, I've seen situations where people were called through you know, half the globe to, to spend half an hour being berated, uh, and then they had to fly back. Mm, I, I, I've seen this kind of, but it's, uh, yeah, I, but I think it was more about being power berated. play. That's not a conversation. That's a, that's a power play. That's a different thing that connects to ego. Okay. Uh, the, 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 the next principle is kind of very firmly embedded in, in software again. So you have to, I think, translate it. This is working software is the primary measure of progress. Here, I think we should working say solutions, uh, working, the, working deliverables, work. practical solution is the greatest measure of, of progress, uh, right? I, I think that the, 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 the key word here is working. Like if you deliver something which is working and people can use it, uh, because practical, okay, if practical means working, then I totally agree. Uh, but I think it's critical that, you know, if I will deliver you something which could be practical, but you can't use it yet. It's still not a great success. No, I, I completely meant, you know, practical okay. in that situation, in that environment. So working right. as a synonym. Yes. All right. All right. Then, then absolutely. It's, uh, you know, you deliver immediate value to, 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 to the client. You... Yes. Wow. We're so, you know, aligned in our thinking about it. I'm scared. It will be really boring, <laughs> Bo- boring episode. We have to find something we, we, we disagree about. I, I, think, I think it will come. I, I can see <laughs> it on the horizon. Uh, okay. Agile process promotes sustainable development. Sponsors, developers, and users should be able to maintain a constant pace indefinitely. Um, that's a very, very vague one, right? Uh, I, feel, I, I feel it's uh, very often misunderstood, and I believe we will have a discussion about this one just after we we go through through all the principles i feel that this one is so often misunderstood okay so explain to me briefly how you understand it how yeah i understand it uh, yes i i understand it that there needs to be a progress and you cannot stop and you need to uh have a pace so to speak this constant pace uh, in this Mm, is is very risky verbiage again. What does it mean, constant pace? I think we should talk about uh, and find an opportunity to talk about the breakthrough research, the things which are really, you know, uh, which require some free thinking and some experimentation and uh, not repetitive. Uh, There, sometimes you need to wait and sometimes you have, you know, success after success. Data science is at, at, at times very similar to, to, to this. So my understanding is, okay, you need to deliver, you need to be uh, prepared to, to, to deliver one thing after another. The, the word constant, I think, is very risky. So it, it kind of, uh, uh, if, if you take this as an as a almost mathematical proposition, a limit to which you need to aspire, a, a kind of utopia, then uh, having frequent deliveries and tr- again, translating with a mathematical mindset, translating mat- uh, frequent deliveries into constant deliveries, you know, you deliver as constant frequently pace. as... No, 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 it's a as, constant pace. It, it, it yes, doesn't no, mean I'm, as frequently I'm, I'm as possible. I'm referring to the to the previous uh, to the previous principles where where you deliver 
software or solution or or you know whatever you deliver it frequently right uh, if you if you extend it to the mathematical limit of ex- of almost continuous d- uh, delivery and you know in in software development you have the uh, CICD uh, principle the continuous uh, deployment continuous integration uh then constant pace becomes this mathematical limit where you know let's discuss let, let, the, let's discuss it i uh, it will be a longer discussion uh, yeah okay so let's let's uh, l- let's go through through another couple uh continuous attention to technical excellence and good design enhances agility i love this one uh it's a doing even even when you're prototyping because i I think it's a fail safe because if people will focus okay we need to prototype and you know deliver this uh, little uh little pieces which are useful uh, it may lead to the loss of quality because we need to deliver something working so we may maybe don't have to take care of of the quality assurance uh, so much and I think this is a really good failsafe. Like, if you can do it right, do it right. Mm, and this is a bit in my mind in the disagreement with this. With this, uh, what you almost said, it's like as frequently as possible. Uh, maybe it's not about getting as frequent as possible. It's uh, let's get it as fre- frequently as reasonable. Uh, assuring I mentioned as frequently as, as possible in the in uh, kind of thinking about uh, n- not not in the sense that you should do it, but in the sense of the ideal, uh, which there 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 is kind of the saying that uh, you, you cannot attain uh, perfection, but uh, while chasing perfection, you may actually catch excellence, uh, and. Uh, you know, if you if you take this 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 whole uh, manifesto and the principles as a certain perfection, where you have constant pace and uh, you know f- almost constant deliveries, then uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't do shoddy job, but because you will lose, lose your quality uh, and you won't be able to deliver at some point. Yeah. No, no, no. But, I agree with this point. All right, but we we'll get to the constant pace. So you wanted to to quarrel. We will quarrel. Uh, Let's get through it. Let, let's not get back to it right now. But uh, and, and continuous important. attention. To, uh, this mm-hmm. this this particular point, I agree with wholeheartedly. It's, yes, me uh, You know, it's just it simply it's it's a very nice and very kind of round way of saying just do things properly. Yes, absolutely, and and, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly as well. It's like do not forget to 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 keep your quality because couple steps ahead when you will you know you, you will start. Uh, tripping over all the obstacles um, and tripwires that you left behind uh so yeah wow oh then the, the next one I, I i need to be reminded of and uh, you know hand on hand on heart I, uh this is this is one i forget very frequently simplicity the art of maximizing the amount of work not done is essential uh i had this this recently when when talking to a client uh i, I I kind of love my imagination running wild and client was giving me requirements 
And I was immediately thinking, okay, yes. And while we do this, we can, we can also do that and we can do that. And, you know, I think my heart was in the right place because I was thinking, oh, we can deliver what the client wants and so much more. But, uh, it's, it's the client who actually told me, you know what, just calm down, deliver me exactly what I want and not a bit more because then you'll be able to deliver it faster, better. And, uh, you know, don't overblow at, at a lower cost to, to myself, yourself and, and everyone involved. And, and I loved it that, that the customer had this kind of mindset because, uh, they didn't want to extract kind of, you know, maximum value. They, they wanted to, to, they, they knew what they wanted and they wanted me to keep on track. They wanted to keep themselves on track, maximize the amount of work not done. It's very, it's very good. I love it. Uh, it allows you to actually keep keep up the pace, if not constant, uh, if not constant pace, uh, but you know a reasonable pace, and uh, to keep up with uh, quality, keep the quality levels. Uh, it is really important to focus on what matters. I think it's it. Uh, we we could rephrase it to focus on what really matters. Do not mm -hmm. do not try to 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 overdo because you may get stuck in details in in minuscule little improvements uh, which are not really even increasing often increasing the satisfaction of of the client. It might be yeah, it's yeah. Um, you you actually by, by trying to increase the customer satisfaction, you are you're actually decreasing, decreasing it. it. In a sense, because yeah. you're fo you're so focused on on your work, you I think it's also interesting um, perspective. You shouldn't focus on your work. Like the more work I do, it is I think it's a it's a it's a it's a gigantic topic. Uh, we are working very often in environments which uh, require working for the sake of working. The, the the measure of your quality of your work is amount of time you spend working. And yeah, you know, the so-called presenteeism, right? It's you know, as long as I'm at the desk seven hours or eight hours a day, it's I'm doing work. And I was thinking about the Japanese company. So after seven or eight hours, if you would leave, you would be you know probably fired if within a week. I'm talking about uh, the situation where it's uh, you know, but it's not only time, but it's also like okay, I you know. Uh, I remember there was a bit, uh, there was a problem with the Linux uh, core, which is like the, the, the very basis of the kernel. Uh, there, there are different operating systems, and uh, Linux is one of them, and it has so-called kernels, like the very basis, basic level of software. And they realized that they have some staggering amount of improvements which are uh, submitted by users. Um, because in, in Linux, you can, you can, you can propose your, your improvements to, 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 to the kernel and, and it was a staggering amount of them, but it was like, like, like a jump, like a gigantic leap in number of, of improvements, but absolutely, uh, absolute majority of them were useless. It was like, oh, there is a typo in a comment here. Oh, this line is like, you know, a bit too long. We could shorten it. They had like overflow of absolutely useless, uh, not even improvements. Uh, Arthur, you're much better in the, in, in the lingo with me. How would you call, call it? 
changes. Yeah, I, I remember they 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 had they had the change submissions, and yeah. uh, it uh, it turned out that some company was rewarding their uh, China, employees. No, China, China, yes, it was a China. It, it became popular in China to reward employees for uh, amount of work that they did, but also on this on 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 open source projects. And Chinese programmers were actually fighting for bonuses by providing work and proving that they did work by, by, by submitting the um, changes, not even improvements, but changes. So uh, I think we should. We, we yeah, should. But that's that's kind of all, all about uh, you know, and we will touch on this topic very often. The the what you measure and how you actually measure performance. What you know, the fact that the the the, the thing you measure, uh, the 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 moment you you, you make it a target, use it as a target. Stop stop being a good good metric, but. Yeah, I think uh, you know if 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 you look at uh, at our website, we've got quite a few uh, articles on uh, kaizen and lean and six sigma, uh, which are all about uh, removing waste. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is this is I think a very very well understood and uh, you we know don't need a, to a very here. common sense principle. So let's let's move to the next one. Best architectures, and I, I, lo I love this one. Best architectures, requirements, and designs emerge from self-organizing teams. Oh my God, I, I could have a field day with this one. Uh, I must say that this is the one which I... I don't know the universality of it. I a bit use self-organizations in the teams that I lead. I, I try to find people who like doing stuff and I, I ask people to actually try to organize themselves uh, a little. I don't like, but again, this is like with, with the design thinking. I think the problem here is the verbiage, not the spirit. Uh, because, you know, you want people, like if somebody, if you need, I don't know, the floors cleaned and mm, i don't know the dust dusted all right and you have two people one of them likes you know cleaning floors and the other one likes dusting dust um, you can let themselves self-organize and make the you know stuff happens that both of them are are uh, happy and i would rephrase it like avoid micromanaging let people let let, let people do what they what they like but uh I also disagree with uh, how to say def definitiveness of this statement. There is work that nobody will want to do, and even if you will try, people make they will organize things that some things will be left out. It must be someone in the end who just points the finger and says, "Guys, you forgot about this little one," and now I will tell you who will do it because you didn't take it on. So I think it's a, a another point of of discussion that we will have. Uh, you know, I I think it it could be a very long discussion. I'll uh, I'll, t I'll I'll tell you one thing. Yesterday, actually, I had a almost two hour long conversation with my brother about self organizing teams, uh, and uh, you know, one conclusion that we we came to is that uh, there is an ideal which people aspire to. And uh, I actually want to have uh, a one future episode. Uh, I want to prepare one future episode on the idea of teal organization. Have you ever heard of the concept of teal organizations? It's a 
it's a concept which I think was developed in the 70s, and uh, it's 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 the it's the the kind of utopia of a self-organizing uh, kind of collective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to use organization twice. It's self-organizing collective, an organization where the employees organize the work and self-govern. Uh, and there, there, there is a whole theory, a, a body of knowledge around it. And there are some organizations which are deemed to be kind of close to it. Do you, you remember from your time in in UK? You remember John Lewis? Yes, I do. The, 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 yeah, the yeah, department yeah. store chain. Yes, that is considered to be uh, an example of a teal organization. Uh, teal actually refers to, to a color. I don't know why why they colored this way, but there was a range of, you know, I think it started with red, which was a total tyranny, and then it became kind of, there's yellow, green, blah, 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 and it became teal for some reason. doesn't matter. But the, 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 the whole concept is of self-organizing. And in, in John Lewis, the, all, all the employees, they are called partners. They've got, but it's not just, a name they actually uh, participate in in the organizing of the of of the work and also in the benefits uh, it's it's a it's a whole whole thing so there is something to be said about self organization but the, the the kind of one one conclusion that that we came to is that self organization has to be within set boundaries and, and i believe yeah, that it's, it's it's a boundary it's a legal boundaries regulatory uh, society we sometimes sometimes we 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 touch upon this topic. Uh, I believe the federated organizational model is much better. I think we spoke about it. Uh, it's uh, like there is a level of autonomy each unit should have in, in self governance, and it can be applied on a, on a, on some level. Uh, while these boundaries need to be set up on the by someone with the strategic vision, uh, but let's let, let's move to the last one, and we will we will we will get back to it. The last, yeah, the, the last one is fair, fairly easy. At regular intervals, team the team reflects on how to become more effective, then tunes and adjusts behavior accordingly. I think it connects very nicely to frequent uh, delivery to the communication. It's it's called the retrospective in the kind of agile lingo. You know, you just sit sit down. Or stand up as as you know agile people like to do. They like to have stand up meetings uh, because it focuses the mind on the on, uh, um, on, on, on hurting on the legs, hand. on on on, on yeah. the shoes that you have. It's so important. Uh, stuff. Uh, and uh, you know, just have a retrospective uh, on on what happened and how you can readjust and uh, and move on in a better way. If uh, I, I am it's, it's, being honest. Uh, I absolutely agree that you need to sit down sometimes and think, okay, what are we doing? Are we doing all right? What what stops us? And like, you know, it's really important. But I participated in some of of these official retrospective meetings and uh, the developed methodologies uh, like this uh, sailing boat. uh, It was like I got back to kindergarten. There was a little picture of the boat, and they told us to put, uh, you know, memo cards with some some facts. Okay, this is the anchor; it holds us down. Uh, this is the sail; it pushes us. 
this is our goal. This is the beach, the beautiful beach with the palm. This is the wind. What is our wind? I felt yeah, like you're... a bloody kindergarten. There is, there is, you know, some people like the visual metaphors. And uh, one, one thing about you have to remember about Agile Manifesto, uh, and we actually agreed before the episode that you're going to be the the, the kind of defender. I'm going to be the the the, the kind of. I am defender and promoter of the agile way of thinking. What you do and what we are discussing now is putting, and this is something that we will discuss, is putting agile into the structured methodologies, which turn it upside down because you want to be agile. You want to be flexible. You want to be able to adjust quickly. And then your methods are making you where I think the most... uh, unsuited for transfer uh, elements is element of scrum being sprints. Uh, like you take completely I, I, I structure. Just knew, I just knew like, that you you were heading towards it. I, like, I, you know. I've been, and, and it, but it's it, it's just one example. Uh, you take the the whole mindset, which is supposed to give you flexibility, agility, ability to do the right thing in the on the right time, and you put it in these little boxes where we need to stand up and talk. We need to have this meeting every two weeks, not you know. Uh, Three weeks, and you know we have a sustainable pace, constant pace, and but we will try to do it in sprints. We will try the marathon. We will try to make a sustainable marathons. We will try to sprint two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. It's unsustainable, and it's against the the whole spirit of it. Let's take the agile methodology and make it so structured that people will suffocate. Hmm, brilliant. Uh... You How know, about you make is... agile agile methodology of uh, managing agile instead of uh, uh, something which is so stiff that uh, it could serve as a you cast know, we were supposed to be positive as constructive. I'm not. I I'm am not positive. Going to I, am, I am. I am positive and constructive. What I want to avoid is people who run a business, people who might be willing to uh, take elements of agile and think of. Uh, implementing in, in, in the different areas of business and uh, try to learn agile from scrum masters and people who are considered gurus in the topic, but who promote something which is completely opposite because they teach about the methodology of keeping you know, up. You know what's the only thing, you know what's the only thing worse than a, a militant evangelist? It's, it's a militant atheist. Let's get back to the, you know, I, I know you don't like Scrum. I'm not going to defend Scrum because I, I you know, even though I took the, the, the exam, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to defend it. I think no, it's impractical I want in, our re- in reality. I, I want our readers to focus on the spirit of Agile. Like when, when you asked listeners. me, we started, listeners, uh, when you asked me, in the beginning of the podcast, you know, how I implemented it, I took the spirit of it. I took my team, I told them, okay, guys, we need to talk to our business people, but we shouldn't expect anymore, um, I don't know, the, the, the structure approach, and that uh, uh, they will just drop us some requests and we will just blindly try to fulfill it. We need to understand what is it used for. Uh, we need to really adjust this uh work of ours to to their needs we need to 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 provide you know 
bits and pieces in the meantime. So we really deliver value and they want to stay in touch with us. Uh, and they want to discuss with us because I want every discussion with them to be beneficial for them. So they understand a bit more, but they also need to invest their time into explaining us this communication element. Uh, there is, uh, you mentioned psychological safety and uh, actually recently I, I've listened to to podcasts about this one was on uh, collaboration superpowers blog and the other one was uh, bridging agile and professional coaching worlds um it's uh, psychological sef- safety is a very important thing and i think agile is a good fit mindset to help people feel safe they see the results often it's not a black box you drop something and you hope for the best you know that what you will get will be useful no you have transparency we are doing this we are doing this uh this is you know your your deliverable for now are you uh, are you seeing the potential or the benefit let us you know improve it how is how are you how is your 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 environment is everything still as we discussed it you know two months ago or do you want some changes it's it's about safety about the communication it's about being able to to to, to adapt and uh, this is why I am so vocative about my dislike of structured approaches and the painting of the boat with the anchor and sails at the same time on the, sorry, I'm a sailor. So I realized that having an anchor down and sails up is not the best way of, of sailing. I did it. I forgot to pull the anchor once. It doesn't work. Uh, you, you're 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 stuck on the on 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 this this kind of uh, methodology. And uh, one one thing that I think we should keep very clear for our listeners: uh, the agile mindset, the agile values, are one thing. There's a whole host of methodologies around it that's been built that try to implement it, but it's 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 kind of uh, trying to realize an ideal and different methodologies are for different people they may not work for others uh so one uh, i think i think is, one constructive I solution i agree one I totally constructive agree. kind of point from here is uh, if someone comes to you with uh, you know we want to do agile or we're doing agile and you you see them doing something that 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 uh, may not actually work in your organization don't dismiss agile because someone is drawing a boat and you don't like this kind of visual method there are plenty of 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 other methods to implement this this mindset that's uh, exactly what actually, i wanted to say I, I just want to to, to support what, what yeah you, you were says, just but... doing doing it for the last five minutes. I was looking at the clock, and uh, you know I, I was I was still was unsure three. where where you were going. No, but, uh, I I was going, but the agile as a mindset is excellent, and there are plethora. I love Kanban, uh, in example, mm, which I'm not saying it will work for everyone, but but it works for most of the applications where I've seen it. Uh, I dislike personally uh, Scrum, which I already mentioned for the reasons that I mentioned. But uh, Arthur is much better with words uh, than me. And that's what I wanted to say. Don't dismiss Agile <laughs> just because someone will show you uh, an application or management method which you will consider non-applicable in your, in your world. The Agile is full of different methodologies and most of them will not work. But the mindset, if, if you need create your own methodology based on on something that people found useful somewhere else. And it it can also be agile. What I am trying to also uh, maybe protect you from is 
finding someone who seems very opinionated, like myself, uh, and having the one only always fitting silver bullets agile solution. Like if you will do agile my way, it must work. Uh, they are most likely lying. This is what I want to. Oh, well, they're, from. De de they're deceiving themselves. But uh, there's, uh, you know, for for anyone who wants to 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 find out more about agile in a in a very kind of structured yet agile way, uh, I uh, I'm actually uh, quite a big fan of um, the Agile Uprising. It's, what is that uh, book? It's it's a it's a it's a, a kind of a website, a podcast, a community. Uh, we'll we'll link uh, to it in the in the description to the to the episode. They have uh, in their podcast uh, a series twelve twelve days of agile, which actually goes in details through the twelve principles. Uh, I I think it's you know the twelve they actually have a Christmas tree, so it's kind of a parody of twelve days of Christmas. But they go through all the principles, uh, twelve principles of of agile in detail, so you'll be able to um, uh, to, to to learn more about this. And uh, you know, in in terms of uh, you know finding people to do agile for you, there's a, a great thought in one of the their their episodes about about building an agile organization uh, that you shouldn't really hire agile experts, right? Like it. I like it because you've got agile people in your organization already. You've got people who you, you, you show them the 12 principles. They say, yeah, that's how I want to operate. I want to do things with that mindset, but with the methodologies that we already have, with the goals we already have, with the culture we already have. You don't need to bring a revolution into your organization and say, today we are, we've hired this, this kind of, you know, as a consultant, I shouldn't be saying this, but, you know, we've hired this consulting company who's going to bring Agile to our organization and take us kicking and screaming into, I, into I the think, Agile world. I think, I think you, you said once, uh, like, uh, don't get Agile, be Agile. Something yes. like something in that this line, and and uh, I I must say that uh, like when I was building agile in, in, in for, for for strategic analytics and insight for for for, for Sony Mobile, like we we did it all in house, and it was we 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 reduced our our costs by uh, almost sixty percent. We increased by increasing efficiency. Actually, uh, the funny story what we realized that that saved us the most time. It's like when we started to ask people. Okay, we want really to help you, but we want to understand what you really need. So if you order an analysis, there is a new field in an order form, uh, which is uh, titled reason. Why do you need it? What do you need it for? So we can really help you. It dropped the amount of incoming requests by 80%. People, when they spent a minute or two thinking why they need it, they realized we don't really. We just we always ordered it. We looked at this one chart, and then we disregarded it. We don't need it for any decision that we are making. We don't need it for any report we're making. We were just always ordering it, and these guys were delivering it. So why not? And adding a, a reason to an action or to the, the, the suddenly changes the perspective. 
Yeah, it, it, it links to the principle of uh, maximizing the amount of work not done, you know. Uh, it, it, it also links to, to, to a, a, a kind of methodology uh, in, uh, in, in uh, Agile, which is the clean language, I believe it's called, where you're, you're supposed to ask questions uh, in a way that doesn't pollute the answer with your own preconceptions. And the, 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 the kind of simplest way of doing is asking why. There was a there, there was there was a, a a great thinker. I don't remember who, who it was. I, my, the name escapes me. But it, uh, the, uh, he said something like, "You know, asking why is 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 the best way to 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 find uh, kind of uh, to 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 proceed and just be prepared for a barrage of whys, and always always ask why why why. And that's it's it's a great way to actually come to the to the, the root bottom of, of the things. problem." Uh, absolutely. Uh, just make sure that you don't do it my way and I ask, why would you need this completely idiotic thing? That's a polluting <laughs> question. Yes, that's not, that's not clean language. That's not clean language in, on, on many it's levels. Like, on the dirty, <laughs> dirty mouth of mine. <laughs> uh, yes. And, uh, you know, to, uh, com coming to think of it, so uh, Agile is, is kind of a, a mindset that you have to, to keep. And uh, you know, don't 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 be diverted into these, as you said in the beginning, cults of uh, you know people who say you agile is my way, and uh, and that's the only way. Uh, and 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 find agile-minded people within your organizations. Uh, we we very often say, kind of in this podcast, that things to, need to come from the top. And in this case, I think we we could also almost come to the conclusion that it's not uh, agile implementation that needs to come to the top. It's the permission to be agile that needs to come from the top. And then the uh, the, the methodology should almost emerge from from self from organizing the... teams. Yes, but yes, that's in that sense self organization, i.e., finding the best way to do the things that are required. I, are, I agree with self-organization in that way, but uh, it's, it, it's uh, uh, you know, a, a book comes to mind, uh, Cryptonomicon by yes. Neil Gaiman. Uh, amazing book, yes. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, um, one of the characters, uh, a Marine, basically kind of, mused on the difference between the Japanese army and, and, and the American army during, during Second World War. And uh, he kind of came to the conclusion that uh, in Japanese army, the, 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 the soldiers were required to do everything <laughs> the way that the commander told them to. And, you know, they, they had, whereas uh, he, he, he himself, uh, he was given an order to storm a bunker. And from that, he was, from then on, he was a free agent. He could, Throwing you grenade, don't need to, he could shoot. You don't need to go to the fiction to do that. I, I, I read a lot of analysis about the situation in Ukraine and the reason why Ukrainians are doing so well. They were trained by American army and they uh, operate as independent teams. They have very strong NCO, non-commissioned officers, so surgeons and stuff. Like they, 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 they have these teams which are presented with goals. Ameri uh, um, Russian army is still this, what you described as Japanese army. 
they have generals who need to be on the front line and telling people what to do, exactly how to do. They have absolutely zero uh, decision power in their organization and how it goes for them. Uh, we can see right now. And uh, yeah. So, uh, kind of moving away from 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 politics, uh, so no, no, self organization, self organization, self organization should be uh, should should be understood as the principle of allowing people to achieve goals within the boundaries that you set in such a way that best suits them, as long as they stick within the goals. My, my kind of mind again came to the story you said about the hinges in one of the prior yes, episodes. Yes, yes, yes. That, 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 was, that was not self-organization, that was going beyond Balkanization. The, uh, uh, well, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say balkanization is an applicable word here. Uh, but uh, but if every, yeah, work, let's, if let's every worker if every worker could do whatever they want without uh, communicating that would be with chaos. others, anarchy is the simple simple uh, you know. But uh, okay, what, stand corrected. You know the 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 the, the funny paradox with self organization is that uh, you're 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 ma you're making a team self organize themselves. So you're yes. building building a self-organizing team. It's like you're 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 organizing team into a self-organizing team. Uh, I had I had a a, a, a very, no, no, very it's heated it's discussion about, yesterday. It's, with... it, it's about creating an environment where it's understood. Again, we 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 talk a lot about when when we organize processes. There are elements where where you just need to need people to to decide on and and, and stick to it and understand why they are doing this. What they, what is it's this communication again. We come back to the psychological safety uh, coming from understanding the environment, what is expected, what is my re what are my remits. Uh, so I believe that if you want to have any sort of self-organizing team, you need to make sure that you communicate very well what is expected from them. And and then I think I think the self-organizing team, uh, you know, for all the brilliance of of, of agile, I think self-organizing is the one one term where they kind of a bit miss the mark because to 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 me the, this kind of whole concept that the conclusions from self-organization they really always boil down to be a good leader don't be a micromanager be a good leader after all you hired the people with specific skills because they know what they're talking about allow them to do their job don't try to do their job for them right and uh, then you achieve better results. I think it and, was Steve, uh, Steve, Steve, Steve Jobs who said you don't hire brilliant people to tell them what to do. You hire brilliant people to tell you what to do. Yes, and uh, it's 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 absolutely it's it's it's, it's as simple as that. I would like to uh, add one more thing because we spoke about your beloved self-organizing teams. I just want a couple of seconds also to put a really strong emphasis on this constant pace. It's a constant pace means like constantly deliver something. Do not try to expect people who are doing unexpected things like data science research or, or whatever, that they will be following uh, the strict schedule. The strict schedules is something which in my experience, because I, I'm working with a lot with, with unknowns, uh, the strict schedule is something that kills the free spirit. Mm, so and strict if, schedule is not agile, right? Oh, unless you have two week sprints. Um, 
<clears throat> did they set it up? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this is something that you need to decide: is it good for your your organization? The agile treat agile ag- agilely. How would you say it? With agility uh, in an agile way, right? Yeah, treat but agile a- in an agile way. Yeah, it's a to- it's a tool, and you shouldn't have one tool in your toolbox. That's one thing. Absolutely. Also, it's a mindset, and uh, despite what some people say. It doesn't really need to be believed in to work, mm-hmm. but you just have to ap- approach it in a common sense way, not in a, a, a kind of militant evangelical way. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, you know, tr- treat, treat it as something that uh, you can offer as a, as a manager, as a, as a founder, as a CEO, offer it to your people in as a way they can work in. And I'm sure there will be a lot of appreciation and uh, you know you don't need an agile expert because you already have them in your organization there are already people work, working for you who would love to have that mindset and be allowed to work in that way i think that's all we have time for today so as always let's hope it was useful to someone thank you for listening if you're interested in learning more about the latest agile trends check out agile uprising podcast and website where you'll find a purpose-built network that focuses on the advancement of the Agile mindset and global professional networking between leading Agilists. If you would like to learn more about psychological safety in teams, please check out the Collaboration Superpowers podcast with Lizette Sutherland, especially episode 308, where she talks to a psychological safety expert, Stephen Widner, about this very subject. As usual, all links to the references will be available in the notes to this episode. Also, don't miss the next one, where we'll be discussing the boundaries of AI ML applications with Dr. Sue Tripathi, Accenture's Managing Director, Global GTM Lead, uh, Data AI ML Analytics. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or visit bdr.show to find out more about the future episodes and guests. You can also check out cognition.llc for more information on Cognition Shared Solutions, our services and other events hosted by us. For now, it's thank you from myself, Artur Guja, and my co-host, your friendly neighborhood data guy, Dr. Maren Sivet. Thank you. Goodbye.